You're tuned in to the 49th Hour Podcast. 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 Welcome back to the 49th Hour Podcast. I'm Zach. I'm here with Tommy. Tommy, how are you doing today? Exhausted, but very uh, excited because this presser, let me tell you, just shot me like through the roof. Just like anything that comes out of Kyle's or John's mouth just like just amps me up to like 100 each each day <laughs> just because we haven't like had anything from them for so long. And uh, or it feels like so long. I think it was like last time we talked to them, or like not talked to them, but like last time we heard from them was like January or something like that. So, uh, yeah, th- this press conference was just such like a refillment of like I don't even know if that's a word refillment, refillment of like joy and like energy and like just like actual information, not like anything that just comes through Twitter or anything. <laughs> so yeah, it was very nice to to listen to them uh just speak about whatever has been going on i was uh i was talking to my girlfriend before the press conference we're Mm -hmm. watching tv show and it's like one minute before they went live i was like all right i have to listen to them i miss their faces (laughs) i cannot listen to anything else right now (laughs) yeah it's 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 really nice to hear kyle and john again and honestly i was actually surprised how happy they looked i know yeah conference everyone knows that meme of John Lynch of like, where he's just like sitting there like, you know? <laughs> and I mean, like today was just like a complete turnaround of like emotions for them. Like they're, they all seem like super like jittery and like just wanted to answer questions. And so it, it was, a uh, it was really nice to see. So. I love that. The first thing that came out of John Lynch's mouth was uh, the respect for Bob Lange mm-hmm. and uh, what he did for the Niners and, and his tenure and how he went back to uh, Kansas City where he grew up or no Philly my bad Philadelphia mm. where he grew up and everything and they definitely have a ton of respect for him and I actually I, that's one of the things I do love about this franchise and it's just a great culture and they know everybody they respect everybody and it was uh, the best for uh, those that left yeah they uh, they mentioned in the presser uh, that um, there's like some question about like, you know, how do conversations go about like not resigning people? And um, just because of like all the players that have come and gone, they've always like stuck together by like social media or, uh, you know, just like, you know, phone calls, text messages or whatever. And Kyle was saying, well, I mean, it's, you know, it's hard sometimes, but, you know, like for instance, Kendrick Bourne, they let him go get paid and uh, he went off to the Patriots, you know. Uh, but he said, yeah, I mean, we're, we're all pretty much a big old happy family here and they're just kind of, you know, brothers from afar at this point. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really nice to see that we're like a fan base that, you know, you can say that you miss playing with other players. Cause I mean, a lot of teams don't have that sort of, you know, connection with their teammates. Um, 
so yeah, it's it's really nice to see you know just people still staying in contact because I mean I I Breda is like Matt Breda is like one of my favorite running backs that we've had in a while besides Frank Gore and all that stuff. I just love watching Breda play, um, and whenever he posts something on Twitter, he you know always gets feedback from like Raheem Moster and McKinnon and all this stuff. Um, so yeah, it, it's really cool to see that uh, that everyone's just kind of still sticking together, even though they're going our separate ways and that sort of thing. Right. And um, the one thing I did notice that John Lynch said today was about resigning players that he was not expecting DJ Jones to come back, um, see some other players to come back at all. Mm-hmm. And they got all, almost all the key players back. And it's amazing because a lot of people thought K1 was going to leave, DJ's going to leave, um, Inverette maybe. Um, there's there's a huge chance that Trent could have left as well, and yeah, they all came back because they know how good this team is and they know the culture, and that's how much they respect John and Kyle. Right. Yeah. No one would have even imagined. Like, I mean, all of us had dreams of like bringing the whole crew back again and uh, make another run at it, but no one even had like a realistic thought of you know, having all the guys that we have back uh, and have them come back on the deals that they came on because, you know, Quan Williams, he's not even coming on from like, I think it was like three and a half mil or something like that. It's like super low. And he's like one of the best corner or slot corners in the league. And then we have a Jarquiski Tart. He uh, came back on a deal and it's not even, he's not even making a million dollars. So, and he made 11 million over the past two seasons. So, I mean, it's just insane how like, you know, everyone came back and it's just the magic that Prague has done over the course of the off season. Um, and even Trent Williams contract, I mean, it's a six, six year deal, but I mean, he's, I mean, not even making all that much or he's not, he's not having too big of a cap hit uh, this next year to where it's, you know, hurting the team as, you know, his, uh, his productivity goes just cause, you know, he's one of the best in the, in the league. And I mean, he's still not making near as what he should be <laughs> each year. So, I mean, it's just spread it out so nicely and just makes a lot of sense pretty much, um, as the years go on. So. And that's the thing with Juice's contract as well there. Right. I think his first two years is backloaded. Yeah. So it doesn't affect the team at all. So and that's a really nice thing for this team to have enough money to do whatever they want now to get just they can still do free and see players, but I'm I think I honestly think they're done right now. Until, yeah, I think I think till camp hits. Yeah, I think they have about nineteen mil left, uh, from what I've seen. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, no one no one imagined to be in the position that we are now, so, including the third round pit or not third round, the third overall pick. I mean, cause that trade was even insane as, as well. I mean, we all were expecting to trade up, but I don't think anyone was expecting it to be, you know, way earlier a month before the draft starts a month today. Um, so, but yeah, I, when I saw that trade, I was at work and uh, I'm a bank teller. So I was like, you know, helping someone and they're right in front of me. And, uh, I just saw, I glanced over because my phone kept flashing and I just kept seeing like hashtag 49ers just like on all my Twitter notifications. I'm like, oh my God, what is happening? I can't see it right now. (laughs) So 
I was done with the customer. They left. And I mean, like no one was in our lobby. So I like quickly like went to my phone went to the back. I was like, what is going on? So then like, I just saw we traded up to the third uh, pick and I just like screamed. I was like, Oh my God, we actually have done this. We're like, we're going to get a QB now. This is insane. Um, but yeah, I, I was just ecstatic when it, when it happened. I actually just woke up when that, <laughs> of <happened>. course <laughs> I was, I was, I woke up and I looked at my phone and I saw Adam Sheffer. I was like, this, this is probably a, a troll parody <laughs> account. There's, there's no way. Yeah. And then I started looking at my messages and everything. I was like, oh, this is actually real. Cool. Um, but it's, it's crazy. The most crazy thing about this was we started out with nine picks before a trade. We ended up with nine picks. Yeah. I was yeah, like, yeah. that's a that's insane. <laughs> Zero value. Sense. And even then, I mean, the trade doesn't even seem like it's all that like crazy even for like in the third pick. We jumped up nine picks, nine. We ha- we have the same trade with the Seahawks day with Jamal Adams. Right, yeah. <laughs> same like, exact trade. Would you rather have a safety pass rusher, or would you have like a, a franchise quarterback? Know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I guess they have Russ, but I mean, who cares? Like, we're gonna we're gonna get a franchise QB now. It's it's insane. Even Russ is not guaranteed to start this year or at. Seattle this year either. Yeah, that's true too. It's, I mean, there's still controversy there, so yeah. who knows what's going on over there. So, um, but but with the you know with the trade and everything, uh, they you you knew they're going to ask questions about that. I think Colin John definitely knew they were asking yeah, questions it, about that. The presser should have just been titled like Jimmy G talk. Or like quarterback talk because <laughs> that's literally right. what they all talked about. Besides bringing and everyone back and like free agency and that sort of thing. The insane thing was that as soon as they traded up, Twitter started blowing up about Mac Jones. Like, right? Where does this come from? Like, yeah. I know Chris Chris Sims said something about it. Um, then you have a bunch of other um, info analysts talking about Mac Jones. Like, where does all this talk coming from? Because. <laughs> They didn't talk about him at twelve. They talk about him now at three. It's like, yeah, we we talked about him like in the middle of the twenties, right? And then now we're talking about him at three, like, and <laughs> but here's the thing though: you don't trade up to replace Jimmy Garoppolo with another Jimmy Garoppolo. That's the thing here. Right. He's they have no they have the same skill set. They're not Mac Jones is not elite in really anything except for accuracy, right? And, and uh, Oh, go ahead. And uh, you don't trade up. You don't give away two first rounders. Trade up to three for Mac Jones. You do this for Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, or Trey Lance. And even Trey Lance, that's a. I don't think Kyle's going to take him. I don't think he does. I think if you actually listen to his press conference today, he did mention that he prefers a pocket passer that actually can make those off-script throws when needed to. That's Justin Fields to a T. Trey Lance, is he likes to run a lot. Um, I've done some film on both. I've actually done a lot of film on both lately, and it just makes too much sense to be Justin Fields. It it has to be him. Yeah, they, they kept bringing up, uh, like, we have these three guys in, in our mind uh, on who we want, and they figured if you know we can get the three, then obviously we can get one of those guys. And I was going to bring up, like you said, that Kyle kept saying that he wants a guy that can make the throws, has the accuracy, has the arm, 
and then he also wants a guy that can make you know things happen on his own. And we've seen, you know, obviously Justin Fields has done that on his own. Zach Wilson has obviously done that. Trey Lance has obviously as well. Um, but then you have Trey Lance's downside is just that, you know, very little playing time, very limited play time. And he's not really – he's established himself, obviously, because he's a top five pick. But, I mean, would you rather take that risk on maybe not as developed guy as Justin Fields or – you know, take Justin Fields and Kyle has worked also very close with him with, you know, QB Collective where he, he also stated in the presser that he was only there for like a year or so. And uh, Fields was only like a junior in high school, he mentioned. So he he was like all like giddy and giggly whenever he was talking about Fields and saying, you know, it's really cool to see him, you know, progress as where he is now, where he's a top three pick when he worked with him years back and all that sort of thing. Um but yeah, you can just tell the the tone was so much more different when he started talking about Fields than any of the other prospects that he was uh, that he was asked about. Um, so, but yeah, I I don't know. I can't think of anything other than Wilson and Fields. And I I got onto the uh, clubhouse meeting with Jason and a few other guys um, right when the trade happened. And uh, I was lucky because it happened like right before my lunch. So everyone just started like getting in on it and that sort of thing. Um, so I joined their like little group talk uh, on my lunch. And I mentioned this saying that it's, I feel like the 49ers are just like in an either or position right now. It's either Justin Fields. If Justin Fields is in there, they go Wilson. If Wilson is in there, Justin Fields. And I mean, same thing with Trevor Lawrence, obviously, but he's, he's going number one. So there's no shot, but yeah, I, I don't know. I just don't see anything else happening besides Fields or, or Wilson. Um, but yeah, I, I'm so excited. We have one month away and I can't wait. <laughs> I want it to be tomorrow. <laughs> so, Right. And it's just going to be another long month. We're actually a, um, exactly a month away from um, the draft today. So mm-hmm. that's, I guess that's a nice thing, I guess. But um, yeah. We need no, to, me and you need to talk about uh, how we're going to be handling a draft as well uh, for future stuff. Because I don't know what you have planned. I mean, I have some ideas. In I have to, I'm, I'm at work to watch it. Oh. Damn. But I get to watch it. I get to, I get to watch it for at my work. So yeah, you get that's paid like a win-win for draft. me. <laughs> I, I pretty much, so I'll, like, that's a win-win for me. All right, well, <laughs> I'll figure out something. <laughs> I mean, because... It, it depends, honestly, because one hand, I don't want to miss a Niners pick. On the other hand, um, I, I want to miss. I want to have to miss part of it because I have to go back to work. It's the first day. It's like four hours long. Yeah. So <laughs> last year's I rough. only have like. Go ahead. Sorry. I only have like two hour, two and a half hour break, so I will uh, miss some of it. Yeah. I th- I believe it was uh, last year's draft that I actually like, sat down, watched like the first full night with my dad and stuff. And uh, I didn't realize how long it was. I thought it was just going to be like two and a half hours or so. Dude, they drugged that thing out so long. <laughs> like I was sitting like we were, what pick did we have? Uh, it was 12, right? I think it was 12. Last year? Yeah. yeah. Uh, we had the... I think, I think it's yeah, 12. I think it's 12. Yeah, the 12 um, and 31. Right. Or 30. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. 
Anyways, so yeah, we're at twelve, and I was like, I mean, it'll probably be like an hour and a half into the into the draft or whatever. And we're me and my dad were sitting there for probably like at least two hours, just sitting out and just waiting for twelve. And then twelve came, and we got Kim Law, and uh, and then I just like walked off, and then my dad just like yelled out yelled up at me, and he's like, "Dude, we just traded up." I'm like, "Wait, that's not supposed to happen." <laughs> what? <laughs> so we ran up and then we got you. So. But yeah, that was, that was my first time actually like, close attention to the draft. Um, so. uh, I uh, last time I actually did like a live reaction was like two years ago. I was with the 49ers Hub group, and we did a live reaction for um, Bosa. Uh-huh. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, that but then I got fun. bored because nothing else happened. So I was <laughs> like, "Well, all right, we're done here." <laughs> <laughs> Because um, I honestly was, I honestly was kind of concerned because, yeah, the whole if Kyle Murray going to be number one overall, is he not? And that was a whole. Yeah, are they if are the Cardinals going to take Bosa? That was a huge thing for a while, and that's the thing with uh, draft season. There's a lot of smoke screen, so we don't know what's going to happen. Who's going to take who? And I mean, it's kind of fun. It's kind of not. At this point, it's not fun for us because we don't know. We're not completely 100% sure who the quarterback is, but we have a really great idea who it is. Right. Yeah, so, I was I was kind of comparing this year with the whole Mac Jones talk to uh, Bosa's year when we drafted Bosa because everyone was saying that we're going to go with Quinn and Williams. <laughs> and so I, I was like, wait, uh, that, no, that doesn't really make any sense. <laughs> like, why not take Bosa? And then uh, – the other guy um, that the Raiders drafted, uh, what's his name? He's another D line guy, Klein Farrell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were people started spinning out rumors that we were going to get him too. So I was like, oh my gosh. So then, you know, it just reminded me of this year, the, the whole Mac Jones talk about Mac Jones, Trey Lance, Justin Fields, and that sort of thing. Um, but I, I wanted to bring up something uh, from the press conference that I've realized or I noticed like throughout the entire conference, really. Um, whenever they're asked about the QB position, they just said that, like, they kept, they kept reiterating that they wanted to um, keep Jimmy just because he's a winner. And that's, like, literally all they, they said. And that That's pretty much what they've been saying since day one, is that they want to keep Jimmy because he wins. And it kind of felt super forced, at the press conference, I don't know if I'm just thinking that just because, you know, it's best if Jimmy doesn't really stick around all that often or all that uh, all that much. Um, I don't know. It, it just kind of seemed a little bit more weird this time hearing them say that they wanted to keep Jimmy. And uh, especially after they mentioned the phone call with him, uh, talking about when um, they traded up the three. Uh, they they said that or Kyle said that he called Jimmy before the news even broke because he wanted to make sure you know that he was cool with it that he wasn't gonna look like gonna be heated or anything and um, I guess Jimmy was still like pissed and that sort of stuff uh, but I mean like who wouldn't at that point you know I mean your your job's kind of being on the line now with a rookie QB um, so I mean I don't blame him but I mean it also gives him competition. And that sort of stuff uh, for training camp and OTAs, if that even does happen. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of just felt really like awkward watching 
and talk about like Keaton Jimmy just because he's a winner and that sort of deal. Um, I don't know if you got that same vibe or not. So or... what? I, so what I got was that they are trying to drive up Jimmy's price right. to trade him away. That's that's what I got out of it. That's the only thing I could get out of it. That they were just trying to drive up his price. His untapped potential. <laughs> yeah, his untapped. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> It, it's been tapped already. So, <laughs> um, oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, so they're just trying to trade Jimmy. I think you don't trade up to three and have that quarterback sit behind Jimmy Garoppolo for a year. That's, it's not going to happen. It makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah. So, what you're going, what they're going to have to do, I think what they're going to do is they're going to trade Jimmy around before draft, I think. I think it's going to be before the draft. You go trade Jimmy. They want to get whoever it is, most likely Justin Fields, and have him start day one. Um, I know Kyle said that we don't want to start um, putting um, put right in the fire or anything, kind of like mm-hmm. they did with uh, C.D. Beathard and, um, I guess, Mullins. <laughs> but they had no choice because Jimmy kept getting hurt. All right. So they're, they're kind of screwed either way. So, I think Jimmy's gone very, very soon. I think within the next three weeks, he's going to be gone. I, th- I, th- I, th- I really think it's going to be before draft day. Um, I'm, I don't know what his draft value is. I honestly don't. Um, maybe it could be a second. I don't think he's worth that much, but it could be a second. Yeah. Um, they said during the press conference that if they – ever do get like a massive trade offer for Jimmy, then no hesitation. Uh, but they also said that that was going for every other player and also Shanahan himself, if they ever decided to trade him. Um, but the thing is though, like if you're offered a first for Jimmy, you're taking, I'm taking that. Oh, yeah. No matter I would have, what. I would have taken the first, like during the Super Bowl year, pretty much. If they if they're offered a second, I would take it. Like Jimmy's not worth that much. He really no. isn't. Yeah, he. My theory is that they'll grab Justin Fields, maybe do like a day two trade with Jimmy, and uh, they'll get like maybe you know a third rounder, early fourth out of him. Uh, but I I believe that he'll be dealt during the draft after they get fields or Wilson or whoever. Um, so we were asked, but wasn't Aaron Rodgers um, sitting behind Favre at the time. So with a thing about that one, Favre was already actually a good starter. <laughs> he, was, he was insanely good. And Aaron Rodgers was picked, what, number 31, 32, something like that. He was, he was late. He was a late um, first rounder. So you can take the chance on, Letting him sit. You're not Aaron Rodgers. Was not a uh, number one overall like Alex Smith was at the time. So uh, there's no need to rush Aaron at all. You have Favre already. Favre was great. Um, Jimmy is not great. So um, I think Favre also. I think Favre also like wrestled his way out of Green Bay. If I'm not wrong. Well, he went to Minnesota right. very soon after. So, um, but again, you don't trade up to three and just have him sit. I think he starts where whoever it is. I think he starts no matter what. Um, 
if, if you look at Justin Herbert, look how great he's been doing so far. Um, Josh Allen, he started. He was fine. I mean, he took some time to develop, but he's he's fine. He's he's really good. Um, I've been a Josh I've been a Josh Allen fan for since he got um, drafted for the Bills. I thought Bills got a franchise quarterback, and that's why he is right now. Um, Mahomes. The thing about Mahomes and Alex Smith um, situation. Mahomes was picked what twelve, and twelve or ten. He was picked ten, and that's not a top five pick. So you don't you don't need to rush Mahomes. Of course, you have Alex Smith there. He was already performing at a high level already. So. There's no need to rush him either. Um, also, behind, sitting behind Alex Smith, he has like one of the best minds in football. He really, he's one of the smartest quarterbacks in the league. So, I wouldn't mind sitting behind Alex Smith. Jimmy Garoppolo is not. No, 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 no need it. I'm not trying to knack it on the guy. We all know what you're uh, about. It's not anything, <laughs> but he's he's not. He's not somebody I would want to sit behind. To learn a play playbook, um, Rose has been there already a little bit, so he kind—I guess he kind of knows the playbook a little bit. Um, Justin, he knows Kyle. I'm sure he's done some plays with Kyle already. So I'm and Ohio State. I'm sure they've done some terminology. They've done bootlegs. They've done outside um, zone schemes already. So I'm sure he's familiar with some of the terminology already. So I don't think it'd be a huge problem. I, I so, think there's I think there's a difference between sitting behind Favre and being Aaron Rodgers. Um because, you know, Favre and Aaron Rodgers was an entirely different situation than the one that Jimmy and potentially feels uh is in. Cause if you're sitting behind I'm putting air quotes for the listeners, sitting behind Jimmy G, uh I I think you're just not I don't want to word this in a bad way, but I feel like you're just sitting there be, behind Jimmy just to wait till he gets injured. Um, I don't really know a nicer way to put that. <laughs> but you're just, like, preparing for the worst, I guess uh, you can say. Um, just because of Jimmy's history and how he's been injured pretty much every season at this point, you're just expecting for the worst to happen, and you're just preparing for it. Uh, and I believe that number three is about number three. Um, if he goes down this year, I think it's – and, okay, this is the situation. If if you do stay Jimmy this year, I believe it's, you stay Jimmy, he'll play. If he gets hurt, or if he doesn't, he'll play at an average level of what he did this year. He'll be the way he was, hopefully. And then uh, – down, rookie steps in, and then you'll take it from there. If the rookie pans out, he pans out, and then Jimmy's gone. He'll be traded or cut or whatever is whatever week it happens at. Um, but I don't know. I think this just ugh, I think this just kind of depends on Jimmy's situation this year. If they if they potentially don't trade him during after the draft or whatever. Um, but yeah, I. I I think the Favre and Jimmy situation is just completely different. I, I would probably maybe compare it to Fitzpatrick and Tua's situation. Um, 
just because Fitzpatrick is just that mentor, bridge QB sort of guy. And he was there to kind of just wait for Tua to learn. I guess I would, I would put, that, put it like that. Uh, but then eventually move on from Jimmy if he – I don't know. There's just so many ways that you can go about it uh, if Jimmy does stay healthy. Um, obviously, that's not a bad thing. Um because, you know, it could be potentially another Super Bowl year that we saw what a healthy Jimmy G can do for the team. Um, I don't really like to throw win-loss records in people's faces, but, you know, he's whatever. He's missed more games than he has played. So, I mean, that's obviously the biggest deal. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, I think I'm just going to say just trust the system, (laughs) trust the process, and uh, just – I mean, go about it like that because Shanahan knows what he's doing. Lynch knows what he's doing. If they pick Mac Jones, then uh, they believe Mac Jones is the answer for the future. If they pick Justin Fields, then they believe Justin Fields is the answer for the future. Um, but this, this number three pick is going to be their franchise QB. They brought it up multiple times in the presser. This is their guy. So they knew who they were getting before they even made the number three trade. Um, so... Hey, Tony, I, I just want to let you know real quick. Um, your audio is kind of cutting in and out. No, it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, was it really bad when I was talking? I mean, it's not great. <laughs> you keep freezing up on here. Dang uh, Okay. Um, just join back. You can try to leave. Seconds. Okay. I'll be right back. You can try to leave and come back. Okay. So, um, with that being said, though, uh, Kyle Shanahan knows who he wants. They they know who he wants at number three. There's no um, logging gagging about this. Um, you don't trade up to three and not know who you want. It just makes it makes no sense. So and yeah, so. Let's let's hope we don't get Kirk Cousins 2.0, and that's what and Kyle actually mentioned that today. And somebody asked him, "Was his like prototype for um, the QB?" And Kyle said that um, Kirk he loves Kirk, he does, and and because he know he can win with him, but he needs that player. He needs a quarterback that the game's changing. It is the game's um, evolving. There's a lot more mobile quarterbacks now. You have Mahomes, you have Josh Allen, you have Lamar Jackson, you have Justin Herbert. Those guys, they are changing the game right now. Um, I know Herbert was a rookie. I know I'm putting a lot of pressure, I guess, pressure on him, but he's he's a real he's he's good right now. Um, until unless he proves me otherwise, he's he's gonna be fine. Carson Wentz was great his rookie season. Um, yeah, that knee injury is going, it's going to affect your, it's going to affect you mentally, and that's what's been happening for the past about three years now, three to four years, and I'm actually glad he went with uh, went to the Colts because I believe Frank can um, utilize Wentz's strengths like he did in his rookie season, um, but I do think that with the Niners trading up. They know who they want. They, 
I know these pro days, um, they they mean nothing. They they really do. I know people have been trying to say like, oh, he he has he didn't go to this pro day because he already cared about this player more than the other ones. Like, they know who they want. They done the they done the research. They done the film study. They know who they, they know. And I, I love how they're just kind of jumping around the, um, the question whenever they're asked who they want, and it's like they know. Kyle basically gave you a hint on who he wants. Again, he did say that he wanted a pocket passer who can, who can, who can um, throw the ball accurately, um, is who's stronger, faster, and can make those off-script throws when needed to. That does not sound like Mac Jones to <laughs> me. That sounds like Justin Fields to me. Trey Lance is more of a runner than a passer, in my opinion. Um, I would compare... I know comparisons are really stupid, but I honestly would compare Fields to Watson, like a younger Watson. That's what he reminds me of whenever I watch the film. He's either a Watson or a Russell Wilson, a taller, a taller Russell Wilson. And they're both pack, they're both pocket passers, but they run when they needed to, and they're both fast. Um, Trey Lance, he reminds me of a, I don't know, probably a Cam Newton kind of sort of deal. Uh, Mac Jones is just J- uh, Jared Goff at this point. Cal Tras is literally Jimmy Garoppolo, probably worse than Jimmy Garoppolo. So he's not even on the table at this point. <laughs> I know they mentioned like. Oh, there's five options. No, there's just one. There's just one, and it's Justin Fields. Yeah, uh, Jordan posted um, on Twitter uh, some car- comparisons, and uh, he was saying that Fields is just like a slightly so- smaller Cam Newton. Um, and then he also said Lance is just a Josh Allen with a better touch. Um, and then he also said Mac Jones is Eli Manning. And then he said someone else made that uh, comp, but. I, so, but yeah, I mean, I can, I can see Fields just being a smaller Cam Newton and Lance being a Josh Allen, uh, Mac Jones being Eli Manning. I, I don't know about that one, but, but I mean, I, I can see it in some cases, I guess. Uh, but I, I would think that Mac Jones in that case was just a more mobile, more mobile than Eli Manning was. Uh, I'll say that. Um, but I mean, but those comps look, I mean, pretty, pretty, uh, what's the word? That makes sense, pretty much. So, <laughs> dude, I'm um, so tired. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, comps are really nothing. They're, they're really not. But it's just how, like, who do you see in their game and how they, um, who they relate to. And to me, I think it might be a Dak Prescott and, Sean Watson and Atar Russell Wilson. I see all three of them in his game. Um, Justin Fields can read the pre-snap defenses. He can re- he can go through his progressions. I don't know. I don't understand the narrative of the one read um, progression. I was like, I don't I don't get that yeah. at all. I don't see that at all when I watch the tape. Just doesn't even show, on, yeah, on tape either. <laughs> like I've seen plenty of videos on Twitter, even of just people just saying like, "Oh yeah, one read QB," and then he's like throwing a bomb in the tut or in the end zone. So it's like uh, zero sense. People are just hating on him. 
like if if the dude's wide open, he's gonna be my one read then. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, like that makes no sense whatsoever. I when he watches his tape, he has to go through his regressions. He goes off his one read quickly sometimes. Um, do, do I agree that he holds the ball too long? Sure, he does, but that's very coachable. That can be fixed. Um, I mean, he behind this offensive line as well. I mean, you might be able to hold the ball. <laughs> yeah, I'll, Ohio State's offensive line is not good at all. Oh, really? Um, it's it's not. Saying, our, our offensive line. Oh, our line? line? Oh. <laughs> Dude, it, it's going to be elite it's, this year, man. <laughs> it's it's going to be so good. Um, the one thing. The one thing about our O line I'm still kind of worried about is our right guard Brunskill. Um, yeah. I think they do draft a guard in the draft, but I I don't know. I Brunskill is a unknown to me. I think yeah, having a center, I, I think having a center really solidifies things because one of Kyle's philosophies is that if you have a great center, the guards don't matter. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. tackles matter, but the guards are you have a Below average guards. If you have, you have a elite center, right? And it won't matter because yeah. that's how great the scheme is. I saw this stat uh, when we picked up uh, Alex Mack, and it's it said that he hasn't given or he gave a one sack in like a little over four hundred passing attempts. That's that's insane. <laughs> over four hundred attempts and only one sack. Yeah, give me that all day. You have him for like what two years now? Three. That was three year. Yeah. We have a three year deal with him. He's like what thirty three, I think, at this point. Maybe he's he's up there. I think thirty four or something like that. But and the thing about Alex Mack that people people said that he had a bad season last year. I was like, no, he didn't. <laughs> he's third. He, 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 he didn't. <laughs> Matt Ryan was horrible last year. It was yeah, his he, fault. He's thirty five years old. He'll be turning thirty six this season. <laughs> So we're gonna have a forty-year-old center at the end of this contract. <laughs> well, the thing about—I mean, Trent Williams, same thing. He's be about forty years oh, yeah, old. That's true he's too. Too, so we're just supposed to old time. <laughs> right. They're, they're <laughs> okay. I, I mean, if you're still playing at a high level, it don't matter the age. Yeah, when you're playing, uh, being the number one left tackle in the league, number two left tackle in the league. Yeah, give me that all day. I don't care how old you are. <laughs> right, and. Um, Mike McGlinchey is that's a unknown as well. I need to see improvement this year. If he's not improved, then they gotta go right tackle next draft or he, find somebody. I know Mike McGlinchey hater, and I, I do, but <laughs> I don't know. Matt, McGlinchey just has ups and downs some games, he has more downs because that's what people look, at, look for. Uh, but I don't know. I don't, he's not. The worst lap, he's not the greatest, but he's not average either. He's well above average. Uh, he's one of the best run blocking, you know, right tackles in the league. And that's what I'm here for. So as long as he's doing his job run blocking, sign me up. I, I'll yeah, keep him for you can't his be, whole career. Can't be letting your, you can't be letting your quarterback getting killed every, well, every game, though. I mean, but I, again, it's, 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 it's not his. <laughs> But again, it's not his fault because Jimmy and all his quarterbacks just take the sacks anyways. So right. I again, it's not his fault entirely. But he still needs to have some improvement. If 
don't I don't want to see him get beat by a hard eighty pound defensive back again. I don't want to see that ever again. Yeah, I saw the I saw the video that he's working out. Yeah. That, that that's 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 a, that's a positive, so it's it's something. But it's gonna be it's it's gonna be a long uh, month. It really is. Whenever Justin Fields comes here, we will probably put his, probably put everything to rest. I can actually find sleep peacefully without <laughs> arguing with somebody on Twitter about who's going to be. It's like it's it's obvious who it is. It, it is. What's your thought on if they get Trey Lance instead? If they get who Trey Lance? Trey Lance, yeah. Um, I'm okay with it. I'm I'm fine. Would but... you want to throw him in, even though he would be the three? Number third or number three pick? Uh, I mean, it depends on what they do with Jimmy. It, it really does. Um, if Jimmy's still here, then let, let's see what happens in training camp. I'm hoping um, he even, comes back. I saw there's a re, uh, report saying that they might do virtual stuff again. Um, if they do do training camp OTAs and everything, I think that's when we'll find out um, if Jimmy if there's competition if Trey Lance is here. Um, like, even if we have preseason again, I'm assuming we will. Um, I think I think, I think even then we might know who. But if if Trey Lance is here, I'm I'm not mad about it. It's just going to take, <laughs> take a little bit longer to adjust. I think Trey Lance does not come here. I still think it's going to be Justin Fields. It makes too much sense for it not to be. Um, Kyle, you can still see from Kyle's um, um, reaction today. He's talking about like we were talking about earlier. Mm. Kyle was happy to talk about Justin. He was he was just, he was really happy. You can't you can't hide it anymore. And then he said he's going to his second pro day, so he's going to see him again. So it. I was going to bring this up because that's why I was asking about Trey Lance there. Uh, the 49ers are trying to set up a pro day for Trey Lance as well. And if you remember uh, two years ago, um, I believe John went to Quinn Williams' pro day while Adam Peters went to Nick Bosa's pro day. All right. They don't mean anything. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's the same thing. This is going to happen tomorrow. Kyle and John are going to Mac Jones Pro Day. Adam Pierce going to Justin Fields Pro Day. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying here. It, look, there's so many connections here. It makes too much sense for him not to be hit here. Yeah. It's yeah. QB Collective. They brought it up. They brought it up today. <laughs> yeah, I feel it, like it's, it's, it's Twitter like, is like responsible for QB Collective. They're this free advertising. Well, even one of, the, one of the coaches from QB Collective um, responded to somebody and said, Niners are not drafting Mac Jones, period. <laughs> he knows Kyle, so I'm pretty sure he's he knows what he's talking about. So I'm I'm just saying there's so many cannot there's so many dots to connect here. It makes too much sense for it not to be Justin Fields. And I'm just excited for him when he comes here and Proves everybody wrong. I think I'm just I'm here for the, a rookie, uh, but I think I'm also excited just for 
the competition between Garoppolo and the rookie. If he's here. Do what? If Jimmy's here. Well, yeah, obviously. But <laughs> Shanahan brought up in the conference uh, saying something like, when he's pissed, he plays a ton better but like when he, you know, just whatever, plays regularly. So when you tell Jimmy, he'll he'll perform. So that's I'm just like, wow, we're actually going so, to go and <laughs> training. So are you, on, are you on telling me that Jimmy was not pissed last year or the year before? Well, he quit on the <laughs> team like week 17. So, or, uh, yeah, week 17. I'm just saying, if he's that yeah. pissed, then he wasn't that great then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm just, I just first in the QB, um, on the QB position. Uh, I think be pretty fun to watch. So with Garoppolo, I doubt he'll go to New England. I just they send Cam to like. So I, just, I don't see him going to New England. I just imagine or just magically trade away Cam Newton. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. It's gonna be real. It's yeah. It's gonna be really interesting. Um, thank you, everybody that stopped by to listen uh, to the Forty Hour Podcast.